Meditation. What is it? What makes it effective? And what are the different ways of practicing meditation? So before we get into meditation itself, it's very important to cover the misconceptions that can misguide us and that can harm our approach to meditation. The very first misconception that I often hear is that meditation is about emptying or clearing the mind. So there's a very strong stereotype that meditation means you're going to come out very peaceful and harmonious. You will feel tranquility. But this is not the outcome of meditation. This is only a benefit. And anyone who practices meditation on a regular basis will tell you that not every meditation is the same and not every meditation you come out feeling good. Sometimes you may practice meditation and in your practice, it may actually aggravate you or irritate you. Please dissolve any illusions that coming out of meditation, you will automatically feel better after the practice. What we do during meditation is not emptying or clearing the mind, which is a natural byproduct of practicing this awareness and stepping out of thinking narratives, but that comes with consistent practice. And even then, sometimes we can still trail off with our internal dialogues and be distracted from holding that space of awareness. Meditation is about observing the mind, observing internal experiences. And this includes physical sensations, emotional responses, etc. So with consistent practice, you will create additional space between the internal narratives and your responses to these internal narratives. And it is within that space where you will find harmony. So that gap between your thought and your response to the thought will be where you will find this benefit. But again, it takes consistent practice to be able to not only find that space, but hold it. Meditation does not get rid of your thoughts or internal narratives. That's not the goal. Meditation simply creates space between you and the thoughts or thinking narratives that you think are you. The next common misconception about meditation is that it's easy. Perhaps we can clean up the language a little bit. Meditation is simple, but it's not always easy. So it's simple to practice awareness. It's simple to tap into awareness. But as I mentioned, it's hard to hold that space for consistently longer periods of time, especially with ongoing internal mental chatter and internal experiences. These internal experiences, these thoughts, these narratives are part of the egoic mind. And the goal of the egoic mind is to magnify your attention into a singular point into a thought or idea or a fear or a worry. This is a very natural function of the egoic mind. And so it will try to magnify and magnify and zoom you into particular aspects of your human existence, of your human experiences. The goal of meditation is to zoom out from any single point, any magnification of your attention and to step back into a broader, more general and more objective perspective. And that's what we practice during meditation. So holding the space of awareness. 
Another misconception that goes around a lot, I think this is more recent misconception, is that meditation does not include or is exclusive of deep emotional or challenging experiences. This is very untrue. So as you practice meditation, as you practice holding that space of awareness for yourself, it's going to naturally expand. You are going to access new levels of awareness. And that means you will discover new layers of yourself. And these new layers are usually subconscious or unconscious layers that were previously outside of your accessibility. During meditation, as you practice holding this space for longer periods of time, deeper layers are going to start coming into your awareness. And these deeper layers are going to have a lot of very unique information that only you will understand. Some of them may trigger difficult emotional responses. Some of them may trigger elation. Either way, as new things come into your awareness, you're going to be equally surprised as you will be not surprised. Meditation does not exclude deep responses or challenging emotions. And this leads me to my next misconception is that meditation is the same for everyone. It really is not. Meditation is very unique to the individual. And the experiences we have during, me during meditation may be along the same theme overall, but the unique experiences we have are going to be manifested through our individuality. So for example, when we're learning about oneness, when we're holding that space of awareness to the degree where we get insight about the interconnectedness and oneness that all is, this may manifest for some individuals as a particular feeling. This may manifest as a vision. This may manifest as a thought that you receive or an insight. It may come to you as a personal memory. There are going to be various triggers that are going to activate this understanding specifically for you. And depending on where you are in this space and in this time period of your life, there are going to be very unique triggers to activate that awareness for you. So now let's get into what is meditation. So we've already touched on the fact that meditation is practicing holding an awareness. So essentially what meditation is, it's a state of mind. It's a state of being. And that's why meditation has no origin, okay? State of being has no origin, it always was. And it's always accessible to us in any given moment. There is no singular way to practice meditation or to practice awareness because awareness can be stimulated and maintained in many different forms. So it's important for you to find what activates your awareness and your objectivity and to practice that. So you need to reflect on the activities, on the behaviors and all the practices that stimulate in you a sense of calm and a sense of objectivity. When you can get so focused into a task or so into an activity that your mind can wander, but you're still in that activity, you're just observing the wanderings of your mind. What makes meditation effective? I think the very first important thing to drive home is that it has to be consistent. It doesn't matter how long you practice for, it doesn't matter the type of meditation that you practice, as long as it's consistent. 
Similar to the physical body, you cannot get into shape and stay in shape by going to the gym only a few times. You have to go consistently, not only to build that physical strength, but to also maintain that physical strength. And the mind is no different, and meditation practice is no different. That's essentially what's going to make it effective, is your familiarity with it, your familiarity with yourself. You're going to begin to understand how awareness, how holding that space of awareness can bring up all sorts of different messages for you, different understandings, but you need to practice consistently to make that possible. And what makes meditation effective is the more that we practice this awareness, the more we exercise that muscle of holding that space of suspended awareness, the more we disengage from certain thoughts or sensations. And in so doing, we practice letting go of engagement as well. We practice non-attachment which should not be confused with detachment. Detachment is a deliberate distance, a deliberate separation, a refusal to connect. What we're talking about is non-attachment, meaning you may connect, it may come and go, but you're not hindering the movement of the thought or whatever grabs your awareness. You are not controlling that movement. You're allowing it to come and go as it pleases. Practicing non-attachment with your internal experience especially in the beginning stages when we meditate, it can be very easy to fly off with our thoughts, to trail off with our thoughts, to the point where sometimes we even forget we're meditating. We fly away with our daydreams or our fantasies that we forget we're actually practicing holding awareness. And so having a source point is very important. The most common source point of return is, of course, the breath. There's also sound, coming back to a sound if you listen to music, if you listen to mantras. And there's also coming back into the physical body or coming, coming back into your contact points, I call it. Any part of the body that is touching any surface, coming into your physical senses, coming into your physical body. And all of these source points of return all represent presence. Because you can only breathe in the present moment, you can only hear in the present moment, you can only feel in the present moment. You cannot do this for yourself outside of the present moment. So beginner tips. If you are considering meditation and you don't quite know where to start, release expectations. In the beginning stages of meditation, you're essentially just going to learn what is awareness and how can you recognize this space of awareness that you want to practice holding. And in the beginning, it's going to take filtering through a lot of internal dialogues, a lot of internal narratives, and a lot of internal experiences before coming into that clearing of that space of awareness which you want to hold. Be patient with yourself. It's not going to happen the first time or the second time. You may not even feel the benefits of meditation until several months down the road. That's okay. Remember, this is very, very unique to each individual. And however this practice unfolds for you, it is meant to unfold in this way for you. You are meant to go at this pace, at the way that you are evolving, at the speed that you are evolving. So please be very patient with yourself. And remember that consistent practice is the key, not the quality or the length of the practice, just actually practicing consistently. Be prepared for discomfort because especially in the early stages when you're just getting into meditation, 
Your mind chatter will magnify. This is especially true of overthinkers or those who experience anxiety. You're going to experience a lot of discomfort because as you are seeking that space of awareness to hold, you're going to first have to sit with all of the internal clutter and internal chatter that keeps you from that space. Be prepared to be uncomfortable. Be prepared to get itchy or to change positions or to have an uncomfortable thought or to sweat or to get angry. Up until you start meditation practices, these uncomfortable emotions served a function or served a purpose. And we responded to we respond to them either by expressing them directly or suppressing them or avoiding them or distracting ourselves. During meditation, you cannot do any of these things. You're just sitting with it. And that can be very uncomfortable. If you want to get into meditation, but you're not quite ready to sit with that discomfort, take some more time to read about meditation. Take some more time to learn about the kind of practices and environments that will really benefit you when you practice meditation. Don't feel bad that you can't jump into meditation right away, or it was too difficult or intense in the beginning. That's okay, that's all part of the process of learning about ourselves and learning about the behavior of awareness. One thing I would recommend for beginners is to start with music because you are giving yourself a source point to return to. We don't want to fly off and trail off with our thoughts. We want to have a singular point to return to. And so sounds and music is usually the easiest to do that. And perhaps sounds or mantras that have a bell or that have a repeating specific sound. Because if you listen to background meditation music that's very soothing and soft throughout, it'll just become background noise and you're still very likely to trail off with your thoughts. But if every now and then there's a bell that rings or there's some sort of instrument that plays, it's very good at kind of knocking us out of that thinking process, that narrative or that daydream and bringing us back into the sound. So what are the different types of meditations that exist? The most popular type of meditation is of course focus meditation. That's quite self-explanatory. Essentially what you're doing is you are exercising your attention. So you're consistently bringing your awareness back into a singular point. Then we have mindfulness meditation. This is essentially practicing presence through our physical senses. So this is a type of focus meditation, but instead of coming back to a singular point, we are always coming back into the physical body. So you're bringing your awareness into the present moment by bringing it into sounds or into physical sensations, things that only exist presently. And the goal is to be aware of interactivity, and then redirect our attention back into the present moment, back into the physical senses. And there are very various types of mindfulness meditations out there on YouTube or in various podcast recordings. And I do encourage you to start with guided meditations because it can really, it can help bring an understanding of how to structure meditation and the kinds of structures that will work for you. Next, we have visualization meditation. So visualization meditation is exactly what it sounds like. You're essentially exercising your mind's eye, your third eye, your ability to create inner visions, 
during visualization, we are enhancing your inner visions and your imagination. We want to consciously create or recreate certain sensations with visualization. Visualization is like creating a picture or an environment. And so there is a little bit of flexibility. You can, your mind can wander off a bit and explore different elements that may be part of this visual environment that you're creating for yourself. But there is a little bit more flexibility with visualization, I would say, than a purely focused meditation. My favorite kind of meditation that I personally find the most effective is meta meditation, as I call it, which is observing the observer. So the goal in this meditation is to remain within a stable awareness, right? To hold that space while everything else, your thoughts, your feelings, your sensations, your ideas come and go as they please. So noticing the coming and passing of internal experience, the rising and falling of these waves of inner experience, while still holding that awareness and being able to step away from these internal experiences and allowing them to dissolve. So this is something that takes a certain degree of practice as well, but there's meta meditation. So kind of just like a third person meditation, almost like floating above your body and watching everything happen to you, but it's not really happening to you. You're observing it happen to the observer who is you. And last, but certainly not least, another form of meditation is transcendental meditation. Essentially what this is, is you repeat a mantra over and over and over and over and over again. And the goal of this is to induce a particular rhythm, to induce a particular trance-like state. And when we get into that state, then we kind of emerge into this space of awareness, which is perpetuated by this rhythm by this repetition, by this mantra. And this can help a lot of individuals really get into that space of awareness. So instead of sitting with your inner dialogues and sitting with all of your internal experiences, all you have to do is focus on a mantra or focus on repeating or listening to a mantra. This can be very, very powerful and a lot of people do find benefit from this. Of all of the types of meditations, I would say transcendental is perhaps one of the easiest because all you're doing is repeating something and repeating something and you're just getting into a rhythm. This is why meditation, as I mentioned before, can be induced by any kind of practice that really brings you into focus. Like jogging, it is an action that you're repeating over and over and over again, one leg in front of the other, one leg in front of the other. You're getting into a specific rhythm, you're getting into a zone, you're getting into an element where that repetition or that rhythm really helps induce a state of awareness and you can hold it. If you are considering starting meditation practice, Feel free to explore everything that resonates with you. And remember, this is a very personal journey. There is no right or wrong way to meditate. Essentially, meditation is a journey of self-learning and self-discovery. And that's going to be very unique to each individual. So that's a little bit about meditation. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time.